I'm Jessa. And I'm Aaron. And we're Mormon in the Meth Head. And you're listening to Radio 8 Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, give us a shake. We are in the studio, tempting fate. Putting questions to the songs, which we will randomly select. Welcome back to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with the guys from Kispanic. Rudy. Hey, guys. And Thomas. Hello, everyone. And now, joining us in the studio. Now, this is a point people who have listened to the show... You know, that occasionally we like to have a little segment called Meet the Engineer. <laughs> and this is a special case because the engineer is someone uh, who's kind of new to the team, to the Radio 8 Ball team. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Jessica Gutierrez. Thank you, sir. New in the sense of we haven't met you before, but you've been doing the shows now with us for a few months. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I- since the since the beginning of the year. Since the dawn of time. Since the dawn of time, well, what, what, what is, how does that how does that make all the other engineers feel? They were pre-time. Yes. Matt, Brendan. Pre-time. Okay. Well, <laughs> your sense of time confuses me, but I'll, I'm into it. It's all relative. So, and uh, and you you sort of this is. I know you appeared on Safe Space. Do you know Do you know Stamatopoulos's I, podcast? I wouldn't say I appeared. You on did. Sa- I, I was dragged onto safe space. You were dragged onto. Into, yeah. You were dragged into a safe space. I was. You which, were made unsafe in a safe space. Well, don't put words in my mouth. Okay. No, I was sorry. okay. I was okay. I was navigating sorry. the safe space. Good. Yes. The sea of the safe space. Yeah. They didn't put words in your mouth. They put French fries in your mouth. They did, which yes. I very much so appreciate. Have there? Have you appeared on any other shows? Um, I don't think so. No. Cool. Yeah. 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 We, so, well, so then. You didn't really appear. You didn't really appear on Safe Space, which means this is your first appearance. Oh, I just lied. Uh. I'm so sorry. I was on Never Seen It when I was interning here. Ah, yeah. What did you do on Never Seen It? Uh, read scripts with uh, Kyle Ayers, and he. It's just a show about people who have never seen things, and they write a script about it, and we read him. So, what was like? Uh, what do you? What do you mean? They 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 write a, you they take a film that you've never seen. Not that I've never seen, but the writer has never seen, and then they'll write a scene about it. About like from like from the movie that that they imagine how it would go or right. what it would be like, and then um, it was fan scripts, so we read a bunch of those. So they weren't they're not for things that we would that you would know. 
Or was what? What was what was the script for? Oh, I don't remember. I don't remember. Really? Um, but it's shows like I mean movies, TV shows like Game of Thrones. We've had they have been some about Game of Thrones or like um, uh, the Godfather. Basic Instinct we had just recently. So things like that, like big things or small things too. Have you seen them? All those films? I've seen Game of Thrones. You've not seen The Godfather? I have not. No. We have there's a there's a running tally on the wall here. I know. I and there's need a to. there's a, a majority of people have seen Godfather, but many a lot a surprising number of folks have not. Yeah, and I am one of them. Have you seen Basic Instinct? No. Have you seen The Poseidon Adventure? No. The Towering Inferno? Nope. Uh, Planet of the Apes? No, I didn't watch that one. Wow. Oh no, I'm thinking of Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yes, I saw Planet of the Apes. The original with Charlton Heston or the the new one? I want to see the new one. Probably the new one. Probably. Anyway, that's their show. Get, yeah, let's get back. Let's get is... back to talking about Radio Eight Ball. So, mm-hmm. the, so you as an intern, that doesn't really count. Okay. Because you weren't you weren't really. I don't know, I'm just trying to make things better for us. Okay. So this is your third <laughs> appearance on Starburns uh, Audio. Y- yes. Yes. Yeah. But you have been, but you engineer for what other shows? Um, I engineer for Ghosted, for Never Seen It, uh, Natch Butte, uh, Glowing Up, Todd Berry Podcast. Um, oh, I might be. We're No Doctors, uh, and Koi Pond, which will, pro- I think, will be released by the time this episode is released. Great. Yeah. And which is your favorite? This one. Of course it is. Obviously. Jeez. <laughs> what a silly question <laughs> to ask. A silly self-serving question asked by an insecure person. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, have you had any particular synchronicities with the with while you're watching this, while this is going on? Has there been any sort of standout, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they asked that because I was thinking about that very thing? Or Well, actually, Mike's question um, kind of fell into the lines that I was thinking of, but on top of that, your first sort of, like, tangent with your question mm-hmm. about, like, languages, that was originally, like, my first question, and then I came up with a second one, which led into Mike's question. Really? Yeah. So you have you have the same sort of uh, sense of shame about being monolingual? I do. I do. And it stems from the fact that um, I'm biracial, so... I'm Chinese and Mexican, and I, like, Spanish is not, I'm more proficient in Spanish, but I could be, I could definitely be a lot better. I don't speak very much. And Cantonese, I don't speak almost at all, so. Almost at all. There's a, have you been to China? No, that's, I want to go one day to Hong Kong, but, um that has not come up yet i do i want to be able to speak before i go that's why yeah yeah if you speak chinese spanish and english you you have a lot of people to talk with i know (laughs) it's i've been trying to learn um i've taken a tangent and i'm currently learning korean but the goal is to be a polyglot but in three years but i think that might be a little too uh fast-paced so i don't know be ambitious. Go for I it. I know. That's what I'm, I'm trying yeah. to tell in three years' time. So I'm. Why? Why Korean? <laughs> um, this is gonna give me away, and I am coming out as a BTS fan. 
I'm a big fan of BTS, and whenever they came to the States, they were asked a lot of questions about, like, making music in English and, um, like, American-based questions, which I understand why is because we're trying to get our audiences interested in them, but I would like to be able to appreciate the music in their language, so. Got it. Yeah. Hey, that's great. Yeah. Music is inspiring people to, to learn. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You guys BTS fans? Sorry, I don't know what BTS is. <laughs> it's, it's a K-pop group. Oh, I see. Yeah. I see. So. What, is, uh, what does I it like stand K-pop. for? Uh, it stands for Bulletproof Boys, or Bulletproof uh, Boy Scouts. Okay. But that would be... Bangtan Sonyeondan. Got it. Bam. Got it. So, so I took your question, and then Mike took your question. Yes. There hasn't been anyone else has been able. Do you still have a? Does is there any less any of your question left? Well, uh, so it it you didn't take my exact question. You just like kind of went into that route. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So my first question was going to be, uh, am I too ambitious for having l- like set a limit of three years for myself to be a polyglot? Um. And the second question was, are we going to be able to? Not necessarily undo all the bad that we've done, but fix all of the bad that we've done so far in that we won't destroy the earth in 20 years. And so is one of those still your questions? I mean, you feel free to, I mean, you don't have to, uh, people can ask the same question. They'll be, it's a, it's a totally different question because you're asking it. Yeah. But is there some, or is there another one that you... Yeah. Find yourself reaching towards. Uh, so I came up with a different one. Um, it, it was just, what makes a bad nut? What makes a bad nut? Yes. So a nut in reference to like a person. Okay. Yes. So like a bad crazy person? No, not a bad crazy person, but a nut as like a person. Just a person. What makes a what makes a person a bad person? Like a bad apple. A bad apple. Yeah. Bad nut. <laughs> Got it. Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> okay. You know, because uh, you were there for our profiles and eccentricity episode. I was. There was a lot of a use of the word of the term nut. Uh, there was, yeah. And they were not talking about people. They were not talking about the actual nuts. Mm-hmm. They were talking about. Well, they're talking about or- male orgasms. Organs? Orgasms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, oh, we're t- okay. That, okay, nut. gotcha. Yeah, yeah, nope, got it. So when you said, what makes a bad nut? No. No. <laughs> no. I have a song for that. <laughs> have, you, have you listened? Have you listened to the most recent? So it came, the, the episode of Pro. So they actually, I, I'm glad I get, to, I get to go down this tangent a little bit. Yeah. So today or this, this week, and again, this week when we're recording this in at the uh, on May 1st not this week whenever this is coming out in late June uh, profiles and eccentricity came out with an episode and they gave a very nice appreciation of their experience on the show it was very nice then they went into talking about this story about a doctor who is telling women that if they uh, should i use euphemisms no. Ejaculated. It, well, if they if they if they give a blowjob 
and yeah. they swallow the result of that blowjob that those sperm are looking for an egg. And since they can't find the egg, they go after your brain. <laughs> and once they get to your brain, they sort of turn you into what they're calling, what the guys on Profiles in Eccentricity call, a nut zombie. Which means that once you've, now you've swallowed this person's nut, and then now you are brainwashed into being overly, like, irrationally devoted to that person. That is a bad nut. But. <laughs> that is a bad nut. <laughs> but this is my opportunity to just give a little shout out to Let's my friends. Let's use apples. Let's use Had profiles in eccentricity and say thanks a lot for your nice <laughs> shout out to me and for for correcting this this very bad this this non-medical advice that we, that has been giving being given out by some doctor who uh, well you should just tune into their their episode and check it out I'll put the links in the podcast so now back to the question what makes a bad nut yes don't be confused, people. Do not. By all Please of don't. what I said, she's just talking about nut as like an apple, a bad apple, or just a, a person. Yes. It's a euphemism for any old person, a good person, or a bad person. So what makes exactly. a bad nut? Okay. Well, there's two songs left on the board, and those two songs are song number two, Lo Normal Se... Se esconde, and song number five, Donde estas escondida. And so we have used up the, uh, the we've used up the radio eight cards. We have exhausted the wheel of eight, and so now we are down to the binary oracular divinatory tool, or as you may know it, the coin. We call it the radio eight coin, and I'm going to ask you to flip it. If it lands on heads, it's going to be song number two. Lo normal se esconde. Esconde. And if it's song number, if it comes up on tails, it's going to be song number five. Donde estas escondida? And now, would you flip the radio eight coin? Heads. Heads. Song number two. Lo normal se esconde. And what is it? What's the translation of the title? What's normal is hidden. What's normal mm. is hidden. What makes a good nut? Que así creció y en eso se empeñó, pero solo se fue confundiendo. Que ser un ser normal de una era artificial con un estante digital de recuerdos. Si la verdad no es más que un atributo y ya, y así lo normal fue pareciendo. Normal, ya no todo es de dulce y sal. Se 
mal, ya nada claro está, si hasta el presidente miente y ven como aplaudir. Todo es hipernormal, se esconde lo real, tras ese algoritmo vigilante lento. Quizás te complicó, después de un viaje o dos, luego de oír los puntos del song say the title for me lo normal se esconde or normal is hidden uh, the answer to Jessica's question what makes a good nut <laughs> a question that I ruined with my uh, with my muddying the waters but <laughs> but uh, it's my show so I guess I can so well that was the answer to the question so Rudy do you want to tell us a little bit about the background of this Sure. Nutty little number. Sure. Uh, it's, it's the story of a kid, a child that grows up and he realized that normal is relative. So it's kind of related. Um, and he he always hear from ad- adults when he's young that he needs to be normal, that he needs to be a normal person. And uh, then he grows up and he realized that normal is doesn't even a word. Like, it's not even a thing. It's completely relative. So that's why he's like, well, wh- what am I now? Like, wh- what is being normal? What, wh- everything they taught me doesn't make much sense anymore. So he finds his own truth um, throughout this adventure, I would say. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the story. And he grows up th- throughout the song. So then he realized that politicians lie and all this stuff, and he goes like... Um, realizing that what they told him was not that real or neither normal. <laughs> right. So is he a good nut or a bad nut? I think he's a good nut. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, well, Jessica, what did you think about that as the answer to the question? Well, I think it ties back to, like, nature versus nurture, you know? He grows up in a landscape where he realizes that... um that what is normal or good is not perceived to be. Um, And I think 
that like for him I mean it's also based on perspective like someone who may be doing something bad may be doing it for a good reason Mm -hmm. um and we don't really see that in people because we don't know everyone or everyone's intentions you know right now do you are you do you believe one of the things that I think is I think people are starting to get their minds around in a new way is the idea that whether or not your intention is good, if the impact mm-hmm. is harmful, yeah, it's a harmful thing. Your intentions don't matter. You know, like I think a lot. I think that's a big part of like a lot of the Me Too stuff. It's yeah. Like, oh, I, I didn't mean to make you uncomfortable. I don't care if you did, if you meant it or not. Yeah. And right. whether you're not, you meant it. I still was felt uncomfortable. That's a very privileged position to be in, to where you don't have to know. Right? Yeah. So, I don't know. Just uh, just adding that bit of context to that idea of doing bad things for good reasons. So when you think of that, when you said that, what do you, what would be an example of something you'd think of as being like doing bad things for a good reason? Like, um, I mean, it's the Robin Hood type character. You know what I mean? He, okay. Yeah, he like he, small things to help your family out or small things to help a friend out, things like that. Like a white lie could be considered. Shoplifting from a big corporate store... I mean, I don't condone it. Feed some, to so to help someone else, or uh, or maybe lie to somebody so yeah. so he or she doesn't know something she d- didn't want to know. I, I don't know. Right. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you have an idea of how that answered the question, uh, or how it related to the question of what makes a good nut? Well, I think it is in a way because this is a a kid that is growing up trying to figure out what's normal and I guess it's society what makes you a bad nut. Mm-hmm. So he grows up in society trying to figure it out, trying to understand how it works and he realized that he needs to be truth to himself, to his values. So somehow like maybe society is too strong in other people I mean, I mean, I don't know, because it's not always society. It could be biological, too, um, but mm-hmm. it might be related. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think that there's something about the idea of being, of not worrying about whether or not you are normal or not, not like, really just allow, allowing the truth of who you are to come out as opposed to trying to fit. Right. Um, and then something about, even though you didn't mean it that way— when I heard, not for the first time, I thought you'd, I, it, it is a word that we use to destri- describe mental illness or being or or seeming <clears throat> crazy by societal standards. And so I guess there's something about being a good nut is saying I, is is not fighting with the thing that makes you not normal. Like someone who is who finds a way to be like, okay, well, you know, I like the kind of nut I am is that I don't like to wear clothes. Well, you need to find then that's then you could you could be like, oh, I'm just this crazy pervert or and I have to, you know, there's something wrong with me or I need to find 
ways to express, to be like, okay with the fact that I don't like to wear clothes and find places. I need to live in a house where I can walk around naked all the time. And I need to be part of communities that are not weirded out by nudity. And I need to find out where the nude beaches are Mm -hmm. and find a way to sort of normalize my nuttiness. Mm -hmm. I don't actually, that's not actually, I would be the opposite. (laughs) Okay. <laughs> Don't I like I like I I I want to have clothes on in the bath and the shower yeah. at the beach. No, I'm not that guy. I'm not I'm not nutty in that way. Well, I think that's efficient if you wear clothes in the shower. Yeah, yeah. that would be great. That would be yeah, it is. Yeah. Um <clears throat> so, but anyway, so the something about the idea that what makes a good nut is someone who is okay with their own nuttiness. Yeah. As opposed to someone who is freaked out about it and running a shame spiral and hiding and judging and maybe doing and acting out in ways that happen when we are overcome with shame and we're not really accepting of whatever our own nuttiness is. Yeah. As long as you're not like pushing it on to other people and making other people feel uncomfortable as in finding your own community who right. is comfortable with that. Yeah. Although I think that sometimes like if like some level of making of some, uh, I think part of sanity mm-hmm. is, or maybe I want to say sanity, some level of mental health is being okay with the fact that someone else might have a negative reaction to something that is totally benign. Mm. You know, uh, like in politics, like if some, like I, I have... People who get, like, I'm pretty vocal about being a supporter of Bernie Sanders. I have people who are still very angry about Bernie Sanders. And so, like, well, I'm not going to be quiet about that because someone is irrationally angry because they think that a voter in a blue state can somehow magically make a state that they don't have a vote in go another way. Yeah. Or, you know, anything. Like, oh, someone is thinks that synchronicity is the word. I've had people come up to me and say that they think that divination is a work of the devil and that by doing this, I'm letting the devil in. I'm like, well, I'm sorry you feel that way, but I'm going (laughs) to, I like the kind of nutty I am and the kind of nutty you are. Do you, but, uh, but I'm not going to stop. So I think that there's, I think part of that balance of like, you don't want to do things that make people uncomfortable, but you also don't want to live your whole life trying to denying who you are in order to make people comfortable who, you know, just because they have weird judgments Yeah, or they have, I don't mean to say weird, that they have their own judgments of what they think is normal and non-normal. Also, it's just something funny. I, back in when I was putting out records, I had a, the, one of my sing, one of my, uh, hits, if you will, was a song called Get Normal, which was all about the idea of like that it's it's an impossibility, same kind of idea that it's an impossibility. And especially when everyone's when people are when you feel like you're being watched, how do you act normal? All right. Right. You, it's as soon as you start to think about it, you can't do it. Right. Exactly. Right? So it's a great song. Uh, did you get it? Is there any other ideas that you had out of this, Jessica? No. Yeah. Do you feel like you're? Do Do you feel like you're? No, you didn't mean it as crazy. No, you just, no, I didn't. You just meant that's. Is that a term? I've never heard that. Like a good, as a for like. A good nut, a rotten nut. I think is or a rotten apple. I don't know. I, I know the apple part. It. I've just never heard I've the heard nut thing apple, before. I don't. Maybe I came up with it. 
Does it, did, Maybe it's a Texas thing. It might not be a Texas thing. Is it, yeah. Is is did your when when you were a kid did, did your mom call you like your like your little peanut or something like that or is that no? Like, I know that like sometimes kids like a call like oh my little. No, my no. dad called me Beakwe, but that was it. Beakwe. I just can't. I can't believe I just put that out into the world. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? It doesn't mean anything. It sounds like pequeño, which is small. So, I think that's why he would call me that. It wasn't short for be quiet. No, no, it was not. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay. Well, now we know a good nickname for you, Jessica. No. No, I wish you would not use it. I will not call you Bequi. Okay, thank you. I mean, maybe on your birthday. Okay, I just, I... Special day. Do you know my birthday? I, I, well, I, Facebook will tell me. All right. Won't it? Uh, Are we, maybe we're not... <laughs> After this session, I'm deleting my Facebook. I'm getting okay. rid of all of it. Okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to out you as a, as having a cute nickname. Why would that be a problem? It's not a problem. I just, I, I don't tell people that. You just did. I told millions of people that. Yes, yes. You know, <laughs> you know how many people listen to the show. Millions. Millions of millions. people. Not yet. Soon, soon though. Anyway, well, uh, well, thank you, mm-hmm. Jessica. And if you're out there listening, you know, you can think of her as Beakwe, but don't say it. Don't, please don't. Don't say it. Mm-mm. Okay. Thank you very much, Jessica. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio I can't get normal, you see I'm a witness, I was at the slaughter I saw the body floating in the water And I, I can't get normal Get normal, get normal, get normal With everybody looking at me Okay, what do you want? Did you come? To tease or did you come to taunt? Well, get normal, get normal, get normal with everybody looking. tell ya, I'd like to explain if I could only get my tongue so far inside your ear it scratched your brain, but I can't, I just can't do 